Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, and welcome to the Finos Open Source and Finance Podcast. I'm your host, Grizz Griswold of Finos. In this episode of the podcast, we have audio from our Finos All Community Call that happened on July 21st, uh, 2021. So this is your chance to get caught up on what's going on within the Finos community, uh, the progress that's been made over quarter two and what we're looking at in quarters three and four. But something special that we've added to the past couple of community calls is Finos Project and SIG or Special Interest Group updates from our project maintainers. We had seven updates from Legend and Goldman Sachs, Waltz from Deutsche Bank, Symphony BDK for Java from Symphony, Cloud Service Certification from Deutsche, Morphier from Morgan Stanley, Open Source Readiness from Wipro, and FDC3 from Kosaic. So, if you've been looking for ways to get involved with the Finos community and with our projects, this is a great starting point. If you're already part of the Finos community and you missed our all-community call, then now's a great chance to get caught up also. And as of this recording, we're only about three months away from OSSF in London and four months away from New York. So make sure you join us. And in the meantime, let's cue the music. Uh, welcome to the Finas Q3 All Community Call for 2021. It's been a really busy quarter for us. So, um, you know, we hope this session will be very informative in terms of both, uh, uh, you know, learning more about what happened in Finas land in the last quarter and most importantly, hear it from directly from our contributors and maintainers, uh, which once again, I want to thank uh, all of you for you know the amazing contributions to finance. Uh, thanks, James, uh, for showing our usual uh, antitrust notice. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, please know that all Finos and Linux Foundation meetings are governed by the uh, Linux Foundation antitrust policy. And of course, we will make sure that today's meeting uh, you know follows those guidelines as well. Uh, thank you, James. Um, I feel like this is one where great where you put the next slide for me. Then I'm, you know, I'm gonna be on time, hopefully. Um, so we, as I said, we have a really busy agenda today. So I'll try to keep it, keep my part relatively short, and then we can move to the Finos project and SIG updates. But we want to take about 20, 25 minutes to give an update on what happened with the team, the governing board, with our community many new services that are now available for you as community members uh, um, of Finos and more broadly as we join now the Linux Foundation for just over a year, uh, uh, we're starting to come to fruition. Uh, uh, many of these services are starting to come to fruition for our community. Uh, and then finally, as usual, our uh, community recognition. Uh, once again, uh, thank you for all your contributions so far. And then finally, we'll hit it from our uh, 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 project and SIG leads. Uh, so much going on in our community and hopefully opportunities for all of you to engage and contribute. Uh, you want to go to the next slide, Jane? James? Uh, so we'll start with the state of the community, which I am happy to once again report is very strong. We've added uh, seven new members this quarter. I'm going to talk to it in a couple of slides. 
Uh, but again, whenever I look at the, uh, uh, the logo slide, uh, I'm, you know, I'm very proud to see the diversity of our uh, uh, corporate uh, members, uh, you know, ranging from uh, uh, financial institutions, big tech, uh, uh, consulting companies, and now increasingly associate members that are helping us, you know, uh, expand our reach, uh, both horizontally and vertically in the industry. Um, we have almost 50 across projects and SIGs, and the number keeps growing. You hear, you'll hear about it in a little bit. James, next slide. Um, so you, I, I, this is the slide that I present every quarter. I always love uh, slides that uh, are going up on the right. And the good news is that uh, our community, again, keeps growing uh, in terms of both just sheer number of activities, what you see on the top. Uh, uh, this is a graph, by the way, over the last five years. So it's really since the very beginning of, uh, uh, at that time, the Symphony Software Foundation. Uh, um, again, a good uh, uh, qualitative, and we'll talk more about quantitative measurement, but this is a really good sign of uh, the continuous sort of sustainability and growth of our community. On the bottom, instead, you see uh, both the unique contributors and contributing organizations continuing to grow over time. So again, uh, in general, the state of our community is really healthy. Um, one thing I want to point out here, I will talk in a couple of slides. You might notice a slight difference uh, 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 in the dashboards and, and reports that we're showing here. And that's because we have successfully now migrated our metrics. Um, if you go to metrics.finos.org, you'll see that now this is fully hosted by the Linux Foundation in the LFX Insights platform. So we're really, really excited uh, to have uh, uh, you know, a view of our community that really spans across all of the projects of the Linux Foundation. And you know, very happy to have a professional team at the LF manage this platform for us. Uh, more on that in a few slides. Uh, I wanna give you a couple of updates on our new representatives. Uh, we just came out of a board governing board meeting last Wednesday uh, and throughout Q2, we've uh, elected two new board representatives, uh, one for the gold tier and one for the silver tier. Uh, so I'm really, really excited to welcome Dietmar Fauser, who's the CIO at Symphony, and uh, Tracy Rob Williams, uh, uh, who leads the Market Insights team at GitLab. Uh, both Symphony and GitLab have been great contributors and members in our foundation. And honestly, I'm really happy to see once again the, the very diverse uh, um, background of our, of our members. You know, on one hand, you know, GitLab, open source, developer tooling. On the other hand, you know, Symfony, very financial services focused and increasingly vertical in the industry. So very much representing the, the dual nature of, of Finos. Um, next slide, please. Uh, additionally, and this is not yet publicly announced. So as much as we're doing this in an open forum, please uh, keep it under wraps uh, until then. But we have also appointed new chair and vice chair for our uh, governing board. Um, I'm very excited to have John Madsen, chief architect of Goldman Sachs, become our chair. John has been with us 
since the very inception of the foundation. So he brings a wealth of experience, not only in his institutional role, but really in knowing the ins and outs of, of Finos. And of course, you know, Goldman is one of the major contributors to our foundation. So we're very, very happy to have John. And Russ, likewise, he's been with us for a few years now. Uh, Deutsche Bank, again, is one of the financial institutions which is most active in you know, participation and contribution to the foundation. Uh, so I'm really excited to have John and Russ, uh, you know, become trusted advisor and even more taking a leadership position in, in the foundation, again, in, in full uh, sort of representing, again, the continuous commitment of this industry to open source. Next slide, please. Um, trying hard to keep on time here. Uh, there's a lot that happened, as I mentioned. Um, on the top you see here, uh, top left, uh, so many services that we rolled out uh, again following almost about one year we joined the linux foundation we now have insights available easy cla to talk about it uh, we're working on our new website uh, uh, the fina store and i know who doesn't love swag here certainly i know i do uh, and i'm pretty opinionated about it uh, so with with julia we'll give you an update on that um, and, you know, there are so many projects that we'll talk about, as well as initiatives like the survey or OSSF coming up. We'll talk about it in a few seconds, but I just wanted to give you a quick overview here. Uh, and most importantly, I want to welcome formally to the team uh, and to our community, uh, uh, Julia Ritter, our new community manager. you hear from her in a couple of slides. Uh, she's based out of New York, and we're very excited to grow our support for our projects. As well as Jane Gavronsky, you might have heard her or interacted with her uh, 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 in the last month or so. She started on May 10th as our new CTO. She brings a wealth of experience to the foundation from the industry, again, as we continue to evolve and engage deeper and deeper uh, in the industry. Uh, next slide, please. Grizz. Do you want to give us a quick update on the marketing side? But actually, before we get there, sorry, Grizz, I just want to shout out, a little shout out uh, to Timebase, uh, our latest incubating project uh, was contributed by EPAM. Uh, you know, it's a time series uh, database. Really excited. It's been in the works for a while. I hope the community will engage. There's a lot of interest around uh, this topic already historically in our community. And also I want to send a shout out, as I mentioned, we have six new members. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Cloud Linux, Digital Asset, Igar, No Code, and Sumitomo uh, 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 Mitsu Banking Corporation. Uh, we're really, really excited to have new members and new blood in the foundation, uh, as well as our associate members, InnerSource Common and Alba Linux. Uh, Grizz, do you want to give us a quick uh, update on the marketing side? Yeah, definitely. Um, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. I'm Grizz Griswold. I'm the marketing manager here at Finos. Um, and I'll tell you a little bit about uh, uh, what we've been doing and what we're doing right now in marketing and how it's applicable to you. Um, first of all, know that being part of Finos and being part um, at being a member of Finos uh, 
that your organizations um, obviously sometimes come to some place like us, a foundation uh, to help with marketing. Uh, so if you have any marketing requests that, that go into some of the things I talk about, please reach out directly to me and we'll see what we can do together. Um, but I was going to say that uh, kind of going a little backwards on my slide here uh, to go with Julia and Jane uh, with the team. We also have Wynn Morgan. Uh, Wynn Morgan is a JD and MBA candidate at the University of South Carolina. Um, he's working directly with me as a marketing intern. And um, you'll see later on, we talk about LFX tools uh, through the Linux Foundation. Um, we actually use the, there's a mentor program that you can, you can actually use and fund different um, mentorships uh, for different projects and things like that that you want to do within open source, uh, but we can talk about that later. Uh, as far as marketing, um, we have, we're always interested in articles, blog posts, um, from our members also doing webinars with you. And then also we have the open source and finance podcast that uh, is now number eight in open source podcasts, which I'm very proud of that. Um, and we'll continue, um, I hope putting out uh, good content and building up a very good uh, base for this podcast that's been going on for the past year. But we're looking to interview people um, from our community, from our member base on what they're doing within the foundation and also some things that they're doing outside of the foundation too. Um, so please talk to me if you'd like to uh, be part of that. James, next part, please. Um, this Friday, uh, the, open, the State of Open Source and Financial Services Survey that we've been running for about a month and a half now, it will finally close. We've had a lot of um, great participation, both from our members and outside of our general FinOS community. Um, but if you have not had the opportunity to take this survey, uh, it will be very important. We will report on it when we come to OSSF in October and November. Um, and we're planning to do this every year as a way to really judge what's happening in open source and FSI. James, next. The swag, correct? Yes, they're, they're uh, uh, for, if you take it, I think that there are still five t-shirts available for people who take the survey now. Um, and uh, so uh, we'll provide the link in just a second for you. Um, but then the last part is the open source strategy forum. Um, this is, uh, we did it virtually last year. This will be our fifth year, I believe. Um, and we plan on doing it twice and we were targeting to do it in person, October 4th and 5th, um, in London and, uh, in New York, November 9th and 10th. Um, the fourth will probably be a members only meeting and the fifth will be actually OSSF. Um, and then same thing in New York, the ninth will be a members only meeting and the 10th will be OSSF that's open to everybody, um, members and beyond. Um, the call for proposals, uh, call for speakers closes this Friday also. So please, uh, if you're with a project, if you're a member that's looking to speak, um, please go ahead and submit your proposal as soon as you can and preferably by this Friday. We've had a lot of great ones. Um, we've had, uh, uh, more than we've had in previous years. And we're really looking to hearing from our community, especially uh, to talk to outside of the community for this. And that's all I have. I hope you have a great afternoon, day, night, wherever you are. Thank you. Thank you, Grizz. Um, I'm gonna be quite quick, hopefully in the next slides. Um, I provided this information for um, you know, your perusal, uh, the, the deck will be published, of course, as, after the call. 
but I just wanted you to know that we have completed the rollout of EasyCLA, which is our new uh, uh, LF-powered tool to uh, uh, manage, of course, CLA contribution license agreements in a scalable way that will replace the CLA bot, which we've been using now for a few years. Um, the great addition here is that it allows you as an organization to manage the contributors that you want to add to the CLA. So it introduces the concept of the CLA manager. Uh, there's much more that we could talk about uh, here about EasyCLA, but we're very excited to, again, use professional tooling uh, that is hosted, again, by the, the largest shared technology investment in the world, which is the Linux Foundation. So really best of breed. And we think it's going to really help large organizations to scale their compliance and you know, open source contributors uh, management process. Uh, we talked about insights quickly. Uh, if you go to metrics.finos.org, it's gonna get you to a very detailed set of dashboards uh, uh, you know, that cover really all the different sources of activity, GitHub, Confluence, Jira, email, Slack, which I'm sure you have joined our channel since we launched it a couple of months ago. So. Uh, very excited uh, about both EasyCLA, and if we can go to the next slide, uh, um, uh, James. Uh, a couple of things on insights. Um, it is fully distributed. That means that you can manage your own affiliations, uh, both in terms of your organization, as well as your affiliations to projects. So one ask that I would have for you is to go to your My Profile uh, page, which is linked down there, and manage your affiliations. This will get us over time not only to the, to, to the Linux Foundation and Finos, a much better understanding of the health of our projects, which by the way, as a tool that allows us to compare health if you're curious uh, to see how the different projects track. It's really, really useful, we think. But also we're looking to soon release a member dashboard and a member organizational dashboard. So if you manage your affiliations, that will help your organization really understand and reward uh, hopefully participation to open source communities. Uh, next slide, James. Uh, with that, I wanna quickly bring on stage our new community manager, Julia Ritter, uh, to talk about something that, as you probably have understood by now, is very close to my heart, uh, which is swag. Um, Julia, do you wanna say a couple of words? Hey everyone, um, how are you guys today? I am very excited as well to be working on this and it's finally launched and live. So with that said, we do have a couple uh, custom codes that uh, I'd like to share with you. So please follow up with me if any of these items of are interest and I'd like to send them out. So hoping to get those out to you and uh, please follow up and we're very excited. So hope you share the excitement with us. Thank you, Julia. We, we really appreciate the, you know, having an actual store out there. And again, take, take advantage of discount codes that were shared. I see Grisa has just put the link in chat. And with that, uh, I know it was a lot of information. So thank you for uh, hopefully digesting it so quickly. And James, do you want to uh, 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 take it from here? Absolutely. Thank you very much, Gab, and thank you everybody for being here today. Good morning, good afternoon to everybody. I'm James McLeod, Finos Director of Community, and I'd like to take everybody through our community recognitions because um, Finos wouldn't exist as a foundation if it wasn't for the community and all of the great hard work that um, people have been doing 
quarter on quarter. Um, but as um, people will know, we uh, run within our um, marketing newsletters every other week, something that we call Community Spotlight, um, which members of the Finos community, aka yourselves, can also feed into by raising the Finos community recognition in our community repo issues. Um, and so for the purposes of this slide, I'd like to say um, well done to Fee, to Colin, to Ian, to Maria, to Minnie, to David, and also to Stephen um, for all of the outstanding work that you've actually contributed into the foundation um, over the last quarter. Um, it's been recognized both through pull requests and running projects and also getting onto um, many of our webinars. So thank you. Um, and please, everybody, um, put forward your community recognitions for the people who you know, because we like to, you know, say thank you to people, you know, who may only contribute, you know, um, significant, but not, you know, lots of work that gets um, recognized in our stats. So please let us know where your teams are actually really succeeding. And when I actually talk about um, the Finos community, something that I'd like to share with you um, from LF Insights um, is the overwhelming amount of work that um, Finos contributors have actually done um, over the last 12 months. Uh, so this is actually a table that um, Gab um, took from LF Insights with the link at the bottom of um, the, the slide here for when Grizz distributes the slides. Um, and I'd like to say thank you to Pierre, Attila, David. So David, he's on the call as well, and Attila is as well. Anna, myself, I'm going to um, just uh, glance over that. Um, and Jessica, Andrew, and Rob, and um, Jun, uh, for all of the work that you've done combined um, over the last 12 months. Um, as you'll recognize, there are many thousands of lines of code that have actually been contributed um, and many hundreds of commits. Um, we won't be pulling year-on-year -year slides too often, but you know we can actually do a quarter on quarter. And so if you want to, um, if you're a project maintainer or if you're a project contributor and you would like to be a little bit competitive, we're not going to push competition, but feel free to see if you can get yourself on this leaderboard. Um, and with that, I'd like to invite Aitana um, to come off mute and maybe introduce this um, community call out. Thank you, James. Um, yes, we, we wanted to give a shout out to, to Ephraim and Bika, who we'll hear from in a moment, and the Legend team at Goldman Sachs more generally for their responsiveness and their engagement with the community on, on GitHub and also on the Legend mailing list. So if you have any questions about features, installation, or if you would like to propose new legend features, use cases, or anything else uh, legend, uh, the, the best and most efficient way to engage with the, the legend community is to raise a GitHub issue. We definitely encourage you to also check out the previously asked questions before raising a new one, uh, as someone else in the community may have had uh, the same question before. And um, yeah, just really uh, thankful and excited. And it's, it's really great to see the amount of, of interest and, and engagement that we're um, getting on Legend. So uh, well, well fantastic. done to the Legend Thank team. you very much, Aitana, and well done, Legend team. Um, all of your efforts and contributions are being noticed within Finos. Um, you're definitely a project to, to follow. Um, and with that, I'd like to go over to Cloud Service Certification. <laughs> Um, and say thank you to Tristan, to Mao, and to Eddie um, for kicking off the renaming um, of all of our um, branches from master to main, which is actually a diversity and inclusion um, initiative that we have running within the foundation. 
Um, the, the initial um, ask was actually raised by Eddie and I um, on the Finos community issues. Um, so we're actually hoping that all of our Finos projects and SIGs um, follow in the same direction as cloud service certification. Um, and linked to within this slide is um, Tristan's original change where he worked with Mal within the foundation to make it happen um, and how cloud service cert certification updated their readme to inform um, current contributors and also future contribution of that master to, to main change. Um, so thank you team, it's um, truly appreciated. And so Gab, um, I don't know if you want to come off mute and just run us through the dates. Sure, absolutely. Uh, hopefully you can hear me okay. My connection was a little unstable. Um, yeah, so we talked about the uh, OSS, the survey closing this Friday. Uh, again, this is super important, not just for us guys, in terms of measuring the quantitative growth year over year of open source in financial service. I mean, we all can see it from a qualitative standpoint, but having numbers would really help not only us, but most importantly, you know, the ROI of you guys contributing and members of our foundation. So, uh, you know, please take a second if you haven't done already to take the survey and forward it internally. Um, we are kicking off the open source readiness SIG uh, that got approved in April by the board. Uh, in August, we'll hear from the, the chair and the leadership of that project in uh, of the SIG in a few minutes. Um, of course, later in Q4, we'll publish the results of the, the survey in the form of a white paper. Uh, and then, you know, oh, it's a SSF season. Uh, as as uh, Grace said, you know, October in London, November in New York. Uh, again, of course, we are monitoring closely the evolutions of the pandemic. So stay tuned for, you know, updates. For now, we're still targeting in-person events. Uh, uh, of course, as I said, we'll be, we'll be in the lookout. The Linux Foundation, you know, uh, that produces the events has been, you know, at the forefront and of course keeps up to date with all the different regulations internationally. Uh, so we'll be, we'll be, uh, further communicating, but at this point, we're looking to continue to do that in person. And finally, if you are a member of the Linux Foundation, we have the LF Membership Summit, uh, uh, November 2nd to 4th is a unique opportunity to mingle with all the Linux Foundation members across all the different foundations. Uh, so we hope to see you there. It's certainly close from where I live in the, in the Bay Area. So uh, I hope to see you there. Um, James, back to you. Actually, Jane, I, I, I'll, I'm just going to bring it up. Jane, uh, as a, a new CTO, uh, would like to give you an update on our open data strategy. Hi. Hi, everybody. Thank you, Gab. Um, I will admit that I actually find the topic of data slightly more exciting than the topic of swag, although I also love swag. Sorry, Gab. <laughs> but um, Thank you all for, uh, I've heard many welcomes from many of you and I look forward to meeting many more of you. Um, I'll just give you a quick uh, summary of my presentation to the board on the Finos Open Data Strategy. Um, Gab's a tough boss, he doesn't start you off too easy. So he just kind of threw this in my lap and said, Jane, you figure it out. So here's my attempt uh, and my first, um, presentation to the board focused on trying to 
bring everybody around the question of how do we best define the Finno strategy and approach around data? Open data, like open banking is a very commonly used term, but what does it mean in relation to efforts in the open? To help us answer this, I, I found it useful to, to use a frame of reference when speaking about open data and browsing around, I found a paper from McKinsey, which is linked here in the presentation. I, advise, I encourage you all to take a look. And they provided me with an opportunity to think of data openness around data in terms of two dimensions. Uh, the level of data standardization, which you see on the x-axis, and the level of data sharing, which is on the y-axis. And obviously to achieve openness with data, we can travel along one or both of these axes and the process will of course achieve different outcomes and benefits as a result. So um, my proposal to the board and to the community is that as we work on defining our strategy, we ultimately uh, as a community decide on specific projects and efforts that will result in best benefits uh, and we can use this framework as a reference point. So do we wanna initially focus primarily on data standards, uh, data standardization and implementing standard models will allow us to you know, speak the same language. And this way, therefore, when we exchange data, it can be standardized in, in form of bespoke APIs. And then do we want to focus on how and which data is shared? Uh, of course, sharing data content is a lot easier when interface is already standardized and widely used. And of course, if the standard is not widely adopted, sharing is limited. And also, in fact, what does sharing mean? Among whom? Is it a bilateral or multilateral parties that are sharing data? Or is it on the other side of the spectrum publicly available and, um, and hosted in the open? Or do we wanna talk about something in between? And of course, not to forget that there are many regulatory regulation, regulatory rules, privacy rules, and they differ by region. So does it mean that for us, it may be helpful as an open community to focus on implementing regulatory prescriptions in a common way? These are all the questions that I wanna put out there, listen to input, listen to feedback, and use that to, to feed into what we do next as part of our strategy. Now, I would be remiss not to mention that the current Finos projects are already tackling a lot of these questions. And platforms such as Legend are well on the way of facilitating this future collaboration. So I, I very much look forward to harnessing and leveraging what uh, the community has already built. And so this is it. This is the gist of my discussion with the board so far. Quick teaser on the proposed framework and the questions we wanna tackle. If you're listening to this and you're excited about this topic, uh, feel free to reach out to me, jane at finos.org. All feedback and suggestions from the community are warmly welcome. We will invite members, member firms to participate in a short series of working sessions to help formulate our strategy and we'll of course keep you updated on our progress. So thank you again and I look forward to working together on our strategic data initiatives together with you. Thank you, thank you very much Jane. Oh sorry Cap. Oh, go for it, go for it Jane. <laughs> go it over time. That's good. Thank you very much, Jane. Um, that's extremely interesting. And um, if people want to reach out to Jane, it is jane at finos.org. Um, and with that, um, I would like to actually start running through and introducing you to our project um, leads and sig leads for the individual updates. 
Um, so first I'd like to introduce you to Peter Thomas, who's leading cloud service certification. Peter, if you would like to come off mute and, and give your update. Yeah, thanks James. So hi, I'm Peter Thomas. Uh, I'm a lead maintainer for cloud service certification. Yeah, I just wanted to give a quick uh, couple of minutes update on, on uh, our progress over the first half of this year and also to ask and request uh, participation in our group because our group is is quite special in terms of open source. It's really a, a melting pot of, uh, of ideas and best practices. And, and so there's no single like dominant contributor to this. The more people that contribute and consume the, the, the work that we're doing, the better and the, the, the more ability there is for us to iterate and improve things. So we're always welcome for new people to participate. So just to run through some of the things we've done this year, so the, the, we've we've really accelerated a lot of the engineering effort through the first half of this year, and we've moved towards much more of a traditional agile approach to delivery of the project where, where we effectively um, uh, run in monthly sprints and uh, and manage our backlog uh, much much like a project team does. Um, we have uh, we've now got coverage across all the major cloud providers. So we have contributions for GCP, AWS, and Azure. We have uh, uh, activity uh, with Red Hat who are contributing uh, an equivalent uh, uh, set of artifacts for OpenShift. So we're, we're just, uh, that's, that's coming in the next few weeks. So we, we have, we're, we're looking to get good coverage across all, all of these areas. And one of the other important that we're, that we're doing is looking at to see how we can prove uh, our designs and our configurations through uh, testing and alignment to certification and standards. So, so um, we're uh, adopting uh, a BDD testing approaches using some other open source software. So there's a, we're using a, uh, a policy agent, and uh, we're also using uh, a tool from City Hub called Proba to to uh, perform this testing. And we're also looking at relevant standards such as the ones from the the EDMC, CDMC, uh, to help us define uh, the 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 certification standards that we want. So just to reiterate, uh, you know, we're, we're we're very welcome for more people to participate. If you're interested, please. Uh, um, uh, follow us on the, our GitHub project or talk to James and, and uh, he will invite you to our sessions. And yeah, and I look forward to uh, anybody else that wants to participate. Fantastic, Peter, thank you. And um, just to note, um, Cloud Service Certification are looking for project maintainers um, and you know more contributors. So feel free to, to pop along to their sessions. Um, and with that, I'd like to introduce you to Bika um, from Legend. Bika, if you'd like to come with me. Yes, hello everyone. I'm Bika from Goldman Sachs, working on the data engineering team. And I'm here representing the Legend team today. So for anyone who hasn't heard about Legend yet, uh, Legend is a data management platform that aims to provide solutions to data challenges across the entire data lifecycle. And at the core of the platform is the data modeling environment Legend Studio that lets you describe data in business-friendly terms, build data relationships, and use those to easily query data that is connected to your data models. If you want to find out more about it, 
visit our website or GitHub repository or just email um, the legend distribution list and we come back to you. Uh, regarding recent highlights, I'm happy to announce that we recently upgraded the legend shared um, instance, uh, which is primarily used by our industry data modeling uh, working groups. And we made the functionality available to um, map data models to an H2 test database and also query uh, sample data uh, created in that test database um, with a new uh, query UI component. Um, and we also uplifted the interface that allows users to map either model, uh, data models to other data models or a data model to a database. So everything should be way easier uh, now to perform. Uh, we are also super committed to, to more transparency. Um, so as part of this, we are in the process of moving our uh, legend roadmap to GitHub, which make it, uh, will make it easier for us to um, yeah, uh, show new items on the road, roadmap more easily and flexibly and also uh, communicate with the community um, more easily about completed items. And um, we also opened up a whole bunch of new and uh, more detailed issues in the studio repository um, that will hopefully show everyone um, what we're currently working on and are um, going to work on um, yeah, more transparently. Uh, then what is on the horizon uh, in the uh, near future? We actually are hosting two community uh, events, um, one on July 27th, uh, Legend 101, uh, which is targeted towards new users of the platform, just giving them a holistic overview of the core functionality. And then a much so a shorter session uh, on um, like showcasing the newly released features. So the relational um, mapping functionality and the query functionality. And that session is on July 29th. So hope many of you uh, can join uh, those two sessions. Thank you very um, much, Pika. I'm afraid I'm oh, going to have to leave this on due to time. Yeah, but um, the, the slides will be released by the, the Finals team. So if anybody wants to uh, follow up on Legend, um, feel free to you know pop into any of the Legend repos and um, raise any issues with the team. Um, and also uh, follow all of the roadmap items that are laid out in, laid out in the slide. Thank you so much, Bika. Okay. Um, and with that, I'd like to pass over to David from, from Waltz. Thanks, James. Uh, yeah, so a uh, quick update on Waltz. Uh, for those of you who don't know what Waltz is, uh, Waltz uh, is an application that we use uh, within Deutsche Bank and elsewhere to really manage all, uh, to understand enterprise uh, from an application point of view. So how well the applications are in the banks, uh, how they're connected, who works on them, what sort of features, what sort of regulations, et cetera, do they impact? Um, and we, we bring all that data together and prevent lots of sort of reports, allow people to enter data, enrich the information that we have. Um, anyway, um, the last sort of six months or so, we've had sort of five main releases. Uh, we've actually got another one later this evening, so that'll be number six. Uh, we've been doing lots of tutorials and screencasts. Uh, we'll be continuing those throughout the year. Uh, call out on some of the main features. 
uh, quite a lot of the focus really is around making more use of the data we have and cross-linking it. So things like flow, uh, report grids and flow diagram overlays are mechanisms to start bringing all of the data that we have together and start cross-linking it. So report grids allow you to sort of more or less define it, almost like a spreadsheet. You just say, I want to show, you know, the uh, a bunch of applications. I want to show who's working on them, uh, various regulation, various data types, all in one simple grid. Uh, and the overlays are, the flow diagram overlays are flow diagrams we use to draw out sort of lineage pictures for how applications send data uh, throughout the bank for various reasons. So you might do one on sort of KYC processes. Uh, we've done recently is that these diagrams are basically hooked into uh, the Waltz model, uh, which means that we can now start doing things like overlaying uh, information at runtime. So we can start saying, okay, I've got this diagram full of all these applications and I want to overlay from the rest of the Waltz model, uh, highlight all of those applications which do uh, ALM processing or whatever. Um, surveys are another sort of feature and attestations kind of go hand in hand in a way uh, in terms of just enriching the data that we have, uh, the information that we're capturing about the organization. Uh, so surveys are a way to send out a questionnaire to a targeted subset of applications or rather specific people associated with applications. And the attestation is just a way to maintain uh, data quality, hopefully over time. Uh, the other two are what I'll sort of breeze over, custom environments and admin features are basically around just and yeah, sort of try, uh, ease of use. Uh, the admin features in particular are, are sort of trying to tackle the uh, uh, making Waltz easier to adopt for other institutions. Uh, I think Gab mentioned earlier uh, that we're looking to move to the easy CLA process very soon. So looking forward to that. Uh, finally, I'd like to finish up on a bit of sort of call out. Uh, I mean, we are, uh, We'd love more organizations to start contributing to Waltz, uh, either contributing code or starting just to use Waltz and giving us feedback. Um, we are doing some fairly main, uh, major surgery at the moment on Waltz. Uh, it's currently on Angular 1.x, uh, uh, which those of you who have got technology backgrounds will know is a bit long in the tooth these days. So we've started a migration to Svelte. Uh, we have a load of issues in our repository which have been flagged as good first issues. Uh, but reach out to me or just raise an issue in our repository if you'd like to contribute. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Thanks very much. That's fantastic. Thank you very much, David. And if um, you are a bank, you would like to um, try Waltz. Um, David's actually inviting banks to, you know, start consuming and, and you know, checking out the system. So please do get in contact with me or get in contact with the Waltz team. It's worth pointing um, out quickly that Waltz isn't actually restricted to banks. I mean, it should be a, it's a fairly open model and would be applicable to most large enterprises. Thank you for the correction, David. I really appreciate okay. that. And this is where we go to Olivier. Olivier, please take us through Symphony BDK for Java. Thank you, James, and hello, everyone. So I'm pleased to give you today an update about the Symphony Bot Developer Kit for Java. Since the last community call where I disclosed this new version of our bot developer kit, we experienced a period of stabilization. A lot of improvements and bug fixes have been implemented, such as a better message parsing to ease the work of developers or a migration guide for those who were using our former SDK. I can't name all of them, but the result is a very robust core for which you can build your reliable bots. 
We are now supporting DataFeed 2.0 and therefore developers are able to deploy clusters of bot instances. We are running a webinar soon to explain all of this. So please check it out on the Symfony developer site. The result of this stabilization is also due to the feedback we got from the community. And I would like here to specially thank our friends from Deutsche Bank, Robin Abishek, owners of the Symfony SDK toolkit for the time to sync up with our engineering team and make this version better than ever. It's a pleasure to see how we can work together. This is the reason why we decided to contribute to the open source and the justification Finos is the place to be. In addition to this Java version, we just contributed a sister project called Symfony Bot Developer Kit for Python, currently under Finos due diligence and therefore available to you very soon. The reason we published it as an independent project is that even if core services are the same, we wanted to respect the differences of both Java and Python developers in terms of coding style and lifecycle. And finally, I'd like to make an announcement. I'm thrilled to announce the availability of a workflow developer kit built on top of the BDK for Java that will be available early Q4 this year and that I hope I can present at the Finos Open Source Strategy Forum. If you are able to develop today bots in second with the bot developer kit, you'll be able to implement workflows in second with the workflow developer kit. That's all for me, and I thank you for atten your attendance, and I give back the floor to you, James, for the next speaker. That's amazing. Thank you very much, Olivia, and thank you for, for your update. Um, I'm really excited to see so much um, great work coming out from the Symfony team, um, and it's also great to see um, Symfony BDK for Python um, in the community repo. Um, so if people want to have a look at that contribution, feel free to take a look in the, the Finos community repository under issues, and you'll see where the um, Symfony team have actually made that contrib contribution issue if you want to follow that. And with that, I'd like to take us all over to Attila um, for a more fur update. Um, thank you, thank you, James. Um, so I'm um, Attila Mihai, um, a maintainer of um, Morpher, one of the maintainers. Um, and before I jump into the update itself, uh, I would like to just uh, explain on a high level what Morpher is. So at the core of Morpher is the what we call the IR, the intermediary representation, which basically captures an application's uh, domain model and business logic in a technology agnostic way. It's, it's basically a data format uh, that is machine processable. And what that allows us to do is to break down barriers across users, technologies, systems, and organizations, uh, because it allows uh, us to add unique features such as visualizing the business logic to non-technical users and also to uh, move between technologies as the, as the technology evolves over time without risking the business logic uh, and many others. Uh, those are the highlights. So in, in terms of the update itself, uh, probably most important work that we have been doing is uh, um, work together with the Legend team that uh, you just heard an update about that. Um, the team uh, and also uh, Microsoft's Bosky. Um, so the, the idea there is that um, Morpher acts as an integration layer between those two uh, mainly and, and also as an execution platform. So basically an integration layer. So the, uh, we already have, so the, so the work is so active that we already have working POCs uh, translating from 
the legend model into the Morpher IR and also um, the on the other side, going from the Morpher IR to the, to the Bosky language, uh, Bosky gives the, um, the verification power uh, to the whole uh, composition, I'd say. Um, Morpher adds the, uh, the execution part and then the whole integration layer. And obviously legend is uh, for, for building up the domain models and, and the business logic as well. Uh, so that's, a, that's been a, a really uh, great um, collaboration. And I wanna thank uh, Finos to, for bringing us together. This wouldn't have happened without, uh, uh, without the help from Finos. Um, and and uh, somewhat related. So there's an opportunity in the, in the regulation space uh, for Morpher to become a tool uh, for sharing um, regulations across financial institutions and regulators. Uh, so that's that's still in the discussion phase. Uh, there's an ongoing process on that. So there's been some collaboration there. Uh, and finally, um, in, in terms of most of the, uh, the active develop development that's happening on Morpher itself is like we're continuing to progress it as a low code toolkit basically. So that, um, that is the tooling around uh, the uh, intermediate representation itself. So I mentioned uh, the visualization for non-technical users. So we added uh, decision tree, decision table visualizations. Recently, we also added a testing tool that allows you to, when once you build your models, you can immediately start testing it. And it's, um, it's a user-friendly tool that uh, even a business user can use uh, to, to do quick testing. Uh, and we also did, did uh, many enhancements on the, on the backend front, as I mentioned, Bosky. Uh, we have a Scala backend that's continuously evolving as well. Um, so, and then, and with that, I just want to um, call out to for uh, to contributors. Uh, we want to see more contributors. Well, more for especially in that um, if you're a language enthusiast. Um, uh, it's difficult to find uh, interesting work uh, in a financial environment. Um, Morpher is one of those places where you can use that knowledge. Uh, so if, if you're interested in languages, how they work internally, um, you're welcome to join us. We have a bunch of open issues and just reach out to us. Fantastic, Thank Attila. Thank you so much for that update. Um, now I'd like to uh, introduce everybody to Gilles from um, the new open source readiness SIG. Um, Please take the take the floor, Gilles. Yes, thank you. Hello, everybody. So I'm Gilles Gravier. Um, I'm just going to be talking to you about for for a few minutes, more of a teaser actually, uh, about something we're going to announce on August fourth. So uh, as part of the FinOS uh, um, offerings or projects, one of them is called Open Source Readiness, and it's been operating as a project until now. We are going to migrate this early August into a special interest group. Um, and so the idea is that, uh, you know, um, we're going to, to provide this in order to enable individuals and orgs uh, to basically figure out, you know, how ready they are with open source, what's their level, where they want to go, where they could aim at going, um, and, um, and help them figure out, you know, what are the best uh, objectives to, uh, to to set to attain, uh, what kind of resource limitations they might have, et cetera, and 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 help them create a path to success, as um, as James uh, no didn't mention during the call. We, we discussed it earlier, um, but uh, in 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 many uh, financial services organizations, this is this is something that is key. It's a uh, 
it's a real uh, it's a real issue figuring out where we are and and then going to the management and saying this is where we could be if we did things well. Uh, so we're you know we're going to uh, to leverage industry best practices, a maturity model that works with it, and a, and a few other tools. And um, and the idea is that uh, before August four, we're going to uh, prepare a charter. Um, an actual strategy for for uh, uh, the the, the SIG and, and that will explain uh, how to move forward and a maturity model which we will publish. the The point here is that this is all open source. So starting uh, August fourth, there will be an announcement on the uh, uh, dedicated call, um, and uh, and once this is done, the material will be on GitHub. And we encourage everybody to actually go and have a look and, of course, um, help uh, refine, uh, adjust, uh, you know, um, bring into account your own perspective because we weren't, we're not going to claim that we know everything, uh, even though uh, as part of this, uh, this special interest group, we have a, a co-chair who is a financial services organization. We at Wipo, we're a system integrator, so we have a lot of customers in the space, but you know, we can't claim to know everything uh, and, and have an, an, a fully internal um, experience uh, as, as well as somebody who's directly in that, in that market. So, so please uh, you know, join the call on August 4th. Um, there is a Slack channel, you have the URL here, um, uh, that you can join as well. Uh, it's not a very busy channel. We are hoping that, A, you won't find it too overwhelming, too, that you will contribute and make it get more busy. Um, and, uh, and second, uh, there's going to be uh, calls that will be announced on the Slack channel and by emails once the, uh, the initial call happens on the 4th. We'll have a schedule for, uh, for regular calls for you to, uh, to join in and participate. Fantastic, Jill. Thank you very much. And it's very exciting to see open source readiness um, uh, become a SIG. So thank you to everybody who's involved in that. And we strongly recommend that people um, come along to the GitHub um, repository and take a look at uh, all of the join details for that. Um, and finally, I'd like to introduce Chris um, from FDC3 uh, to take us through the FDC3 update. Hi there, I'm Chris from Kozaic, who published the Finsomble desktop platform, which implements an FDC3 desktop agent, and ChartIQ, the charting library, which has built-in support for FDC3. And if you've not heard of it before, FDC3 is pretty much the open standard for interoperability between applications running on financial services desktops, which allows vendors to target a single standardized API for talking to other applications without having to coordinate with the developers of each of those other apps in advance. And for financial services institutions, developing or adopting a desktop platform to access an ecosystem of applications that can interoperate with each other and their in-house developed apps. Now, it's been a busy year for us. FTC3 1.2 was released at the end of April, um, which matured the standard quite a lot. There was a lot of input from people who've been implementing it, both as vendors or desktop agents and discussions are well underway for version two of the FTC3 standard, which will be our first major release since it was introduced. So expect a few breaking changes. Um, the main areas of interest for FTC3 2 are evolving the app directory standard. Um, we've actually got something like nine open issues on that. And there is an issue open to vote for your favorites. So go check that out. And we're going to be improving channels and enabling new use cases, uh, which we're calling feeds or streams and transactions. 
Now, there's a bunch of issues open for that, as well as a discussion group uh, working on those issues. Now, if you want to get involved, we've got a few upcoming meetings. The FTC3 Standards Working Group meeting is tomorrow, uh, 10 a.m. Uh, in uh, Eastern Time or 3 p.m. in the UK. And uh, following that, one week later is our discussion group talking through channels, feeds and transactions. Um, you can, when the slides are shared, there's an issue linked with our agendas for that. And that will be followed by the FTC3 general meeting on the 3rd of August, which this time will be focused on use cases. And we have a couple of asks for that meeting. Um, with Finox's help, we're looking to recruit more financial institutions to drive the use cases that will help define and support the changes that we make in version two of the standard. So we're looking for a number of representatives to join us from banks and buy side firms, whether you use FTC3 right now or not, to come and tell us about your use cases for applications talking to each other. They, you'll be able to get information on whether FTC3 can currently help you fulfill those use cases with the existing standard, or help talk to us about revisions to the standard that will make it fit for your use cases. So please do come along. Uh, if you want to talk to somebody about it beforehand and what's involved, please contact Julia, Aitana or Gab at the uh, email address is shown. Thank you very much, Chris. Um, and as we come to the close of the All Community Call, I'd like to pass back to Gab, um, who I believe would like to say a few words. I just wanted to thank you, James, and most importantly, thanks to our maintainers. I, I, I know, once again, I talked a lot, so we had to cut the updates a little short, uh, but I wanna just send a shout out to all the maintainers here. You guys are doing a fantastic job. Uh, and look, it just warms my heart to see, A, uh, how we are continuing to invest, you know, in open source readiness. There's still a huge part of the industry that, you know, needs to, you know, come along and, and there is a strong desire. We're seeing uh, financial institutions, you know, hiring open source experts right and left. So this is only bound to continue. So I really hope uh, that many of you will join the open source readiness uh, SIG uh, in January, uh, sorry, in August. Uh, but the other thing that I wanted to shout out, kind of echoing uh, Attila, I mean, on the other end of the spectrum, we are seeing now projects and large financial institutions not only contributing, but building integrations across the platforms. This is something, frankly, unprecedented. And I think it's, again, just really worth my heart thinking where we started a few years ago. So I just, I just want to thank you all uh, for the contribution. You know, that goes without saying all the other project maintainers uh, are amazing, uh, but I just wanted to call out these two things in particular. So thank you folks uh, for being here once again and for all your contributions so far. James, back to you. Thank you very much, Gab. Um, and I'd like to echo Gab's um, uh, thoughts about, you know, all of our project contributors and everybody within the Finos community. Thank you very much for being here. And as we close the call, I'd like to remind everybody that this um, next Wednesday on the 28th of July, we have a another online uh, Finos open sourcing finance meetup where we ask the question to Intel and Lloyd's Banking Group, can the Internet of Things transform retail banking? Um, you can actually find out more and register on finos.org under our news and events section. Um, we've run out of time for Q&A, um, but what I'd like to let you know is that we do have a Finos community repository where you can ask questions through our issues. Um, you can also find Finos projects and SIGs in the Finos landscape. Um, we also ask people to join a Finos or um, SIG or project meeting 
um, or contribute um, issues or ideas um, through GitHub. And if you would like to ask more questions about today's um, all community call, feel free to drop into FinOS office hours. And with that, I'd like to close the call and say thank you to everybody who's presented today. It's been outstanding. Um, and thank you to the FinOS community for all of the immense hard work and effort that everybody's putting into projects. It truly is appreciated by the FinOS team and also the financial services industry. And so with that, we'd like to say goodbye from me, James McLeod and the FinOS team. Thank you very much. So thank you for joining us for this special edition of the Open Source and Finance podcast with the FinOS Community Call. We at FinOS want to sincerely thank you for spending your time with us and invite you to connect with our community. Join us at finos.org uh, to find out more about the community. Follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn. Join our Slack channels and please subscribe to the Open Source and Finance podcast, this podcast. Uh, rate it five stars. It really helps us. Join our mailing list for weekly and bi-weekly updates and just get involved with the community. And as always, this has been your host, Grizz Griswold of Finos. Good day, good night, wherever you are.